And now, the live season one finale of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Featuring an all-star lineup of special guests. And now, here's the host of the COVID-19 Global Pandemic, Season 1 Finale of the Birthday Boy Podcast, the Corona Boy himself, the one and the only, Johnny Boy! Oh, baby. Yes, indeed. One year anniversary of the Birthday Boy Podcast. Episode 51. And the final for now, live birthday boy podcast. The audio levels are garbage for some reason, but that's okay. We're going to have fun. I don't know why it's so shitty, but it's so shitty right now. Like, it's too loud. If I get too close, listen, that's so loud. And then if I back up, it's like, eh. But you know what? Here we are. We're going to do it. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to open this thing up right now. Oh boy. Here we go. Let's see. Start this thing. All right. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna do it. Go live. See what happens. Uh, now, just go live. And uh, this is a first. First use of Zoom and Facebook Live at the same time. So this could be a. This could be a real disaster. This could be a real fucking. This could be a real shit show. I don't know. Live on Facebook is what it says. So that's good. <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm trying to find. Yeah, see, I can't see my. I can't see my. Uh... Oh, whatever. We got a special guest here today. We've got. Uh... Hold on. Let me see who's in there. Yeah, we got me. And our special guest is awaiting. And I'm about to let him into the old. Uh the old zoom thing here and hopefully this is being broadcast on facebook live uh let's see here give me a second making sure that this is actually working oh yeah look at that oh there i am i'm i see my this is very tricky integrating zoom and facebook it's a whole new world for me that i just don't understand i'm these newfangled things. All right, let's let. Uh, we've got a guest here. Let me let me admit him to the room. Let's see if this works. Hold your breath. And uh, I'm gonna hit record on my on my Zoom thing. Oh my god. Johnny boy, can you hear me? I can hear you, buddy. You can't see me? I cannot see you. One second. <laughs> there he is. You can. There he is. Oh my god. Let me uh fix the hair, my goodness. Oh, this is fantastic. Good hair, tremendous. Uh, the hair, everything. Let me let me gaze upon you. I'm using this fine equipment you gave me. Oh, is that the stand? Is that the stand? 
I'm using the stand that you donated to the Just Nate Live podcast. You're so generous. Mine is not a podcast. I don't <laughs> any talking whatsoever. Like I told you, this, uh, I'm no good at talking. Yeah, but let me tell you, I as much as I, I love I love the whole thing because I love I love the singing and the playing, obviously. But I love I love when you stop. I get excited because I, I wonder what's he gonna say. <laughs> what's... And then he says nothing, and then he doesn't deliver. Not true, not true at all. No, and the thing you know what's great is you know because I know you, I've known you for we go back a, a few years, and let me tell you, I love I love listening to your. There's there's a difference between like the convert the voice that, that we have in this conversation right now and then when you get up like Nate on stage and I I fucking love it man because it's like you've got this like sing songy kind of like it's it's such a professional sort of thing and you're you're like like hey just just gonna play some tunes man every, happy happy birthday to so and so ah I sure love birthdays I hope you're having a great birthday. How does that happen? Because I can, I can honestly say, I can honestly say that that's not. I, I don't think about that. Yeah. That's what happens? I think I. Are you still there? I thought I lost your audio there for a second. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, it's. I think it's just one of those automatic things. Yeah, it is. I guess after over a period of time, but I don't think about it too much. But now that you bring it up, I do. <laughs> When, when I watch back a clip to figure out what songs people requested, but when I hear myself talking when I'm playing, the way that I talk is different than if I were just having a conversation. Yeah, but I get it, because I do the same thing. Like, when, like right now, the way I'm talking, you know, if it's just me talking on the podcast, and I'm, I'm sitting here and I, I talk like this, and I do like I do like the voice that I wouldn't... I never talk like that anywhere else. And then I, like, I get this stupid microphone in front of me, and I'm like, oh, hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. You, I think you, I've always thought you had a, you had a voice for radio, and you, you're you're always so darn exciting. Well, this conversation sounds that exciting. So I think I think you are blending both worlds better than me. I'm really a, a Jekyll and Hyde thing. <laughs> Interesting. Well, let me let me ask you. I'm I, I'm not gonna like interview you because we're fr- I don't want to be like you know suddenly I'm I'm interviewing Nate, but I. I'm an open book, buddy. You know what I'm. <laughs> but let me tell you, I do have some questions. All right. Because I'm. <laughs> let me, because t- yeah, you've okay. So tomorrow, and we'll we'll get to this because I want to make sure we you know we plug everything the right way and all that stuff. Mm. And uh, it's, tomorrow's going to be your tenth consecutive Saturday night doing what you do, singing, taking requests. It's three hours every week. This will be like 30 hours uh, when all is said and done, right? Yeah. 30 hours. Yep. So I, I know <clears throat> this is my ninth birthday live birthday boy podcast on Facebook. And I'm like, I'm, I'm dying. Like this is at the, end of the, at the end of a work week and it's Friday night and all I want to do is take a nap. And then I'm like, ah, shit, I got, I got, I got this podcast I'm going to do. And this is going to be the last live one for a while. And then I watch you on Saturday, and I'm like, oh, oh my God. Like, you've, you know, you've got the kids, you've got the work thing, you've got, like, all this stuff going on. And then you you take these requests, and you play these songs, and then you get up there, 
And me, I do karaoke, the do, the goofy cliff karaoke of songs that I generally, a lot of songs that I know, and I still have to look at the lyrics. And you get up there, like a professional, and you're like you're playing the songs and you're singing. You're not looking at any lyric sheets or anything like that. You're just playing. Like, how do you? What's the process? Cause, All right. So, yeah, man. I mean, there is a process. And let me say first, I salute you for you know doing a podcast for that many weeks live. Doing a podcast sounds hard enough to me, but to do it live and uh, just to, to be on that whole time talking. I mean, like I said, I find that speaking is so much more difficult than singing. So I salute you for uh, showing tremendous talent. And I just I don't know how you I don't know how you do that. But the process for playing music, I mean. I would say that, you know, memorizing lyrics doesn't, like, happen magically. I think it happens faster for me than, I guess, for most people. I've been learning songs for a lot of years for special occasions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's faster. uh, But I I, I start working on, I start working on requests that I, I mean, while even doing this live stream thing, it's been very, very much about the audience, uh, not about me. Like, the set list has not really been loaded with things that I want to play. Right. Uh, You know, I'm not setting it for myself. I'm really like I'm playing off what the audience wants to hear, and this whole thing started to try to give people something to do during a tough time. So yep. I would say that it's it's all about the audience. I'm looking at the requests as early as Sunday morning, watching the playback, oh and I get God. them all into a Spotify playlist, and I start listening to them, and I spend Sunday, Monday, like listening to everything, making a decision about what I think is like feasible, and then basically from Tuesday on, I'm learning them, listening to them, uh, and annoying the hell out of my wife for the remainder of the week until it's time to do it again. Oh my god! I mean, like, so, because I, yeah, and I, and I figure that's you must be doing something like that, like hours wise. Like, if you add up the hours, yeah, a from, lot of hours. It's yeah. it's an insane amount of hours. How do you have time for any? Like, honestly, I don't. It's crazy. How do you have time for anything? I think, like I said, I mean, it, there's a bit of sacrifice to it. I definitely spend yeah. more time doing it, but we're all home. We don't have. We're all out of our element. Uh, a little bit like not being in our normal lives so i would say that the more that we are encroaching on each other in our household that the weirder things get so i think being able to go to a safe place and work on music and uh try to like maintain some healthy boundaries in the household where we're stepping on each other all the time i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing yeah yeah. Um, and again as far as playing these songs out i mean it takes a lot of energy to get prepped for it but it makes it exciting for me because i'm always never really sure whether i'm going to get it totally right and i don't always get it totally right it's not really about that um but it's exciting to sort of feel the, the risk of, of forgetting lyrics or, or doing it wrong. But I would say that, you know, starting this podcast, every time I start it, it's like three hours straight seems like such a long time. And when I first get going, I'm like, oh, my God, how am I going to fill three hours? And it always ends up happening. Um, but it's again, it's never about what it's never about me. I'm not digging inside myself to find those songs that that make me want to sing to you know sing for everyone and keep this night going like sure. it is the people that keep it going like the requests that come from someone yeah that come to me and i'm like oh i never would have thought of that but now that you asked me to play that i feel invigorated i'm going to play that for you like all of the energy comes from um my desire to like satisfy requests and provide something that someone asked for that they didn't see coming or something that would really make a difference that night you know? yeah well let me tell you man it's it's fucking awesome. I, I don't have an articulate way to say it because, like, <laughs> that's beautifully said. <laughs> that's, you can you can put that endorsement on your uh, somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, so you got something, some kind of yeah merch. Because uh, I'll tell you, yeah, it's and from uh, on my end, 
and I've yeah I've I've tuned into all of them because I love it. I I I just it's a, Thanks, to me yeah man. It, anybody you know I can't do I I don't play an instrument. I, I you've heard my golden pipe singing. I am not going to be able to do that and to, to make money in any considerable way. Um, <laughs> people paying me to stop maybe, but uh, so like yeah when I when I watch it it's like man this this fucking guy he goes for three hours and it, for me it flies by too. So I think, you know, when it starts out at 7 o'clock, and I even think that because I, you know, I project and I think, man, if I had to sit here for three hours and do, like, anything, it would it would kill me. But then I get to the end of it, I'm like, oh, my God, he's, what, one last song, it's, it's oh, it's 10 o'clock, it's time to, time to wrap it up. And I, <laughs> oh, man. I, it's, it's something, man, it's, it's quite, how, how long, how long, have you been, this is like, childhood, how long have you been doing this, the music thing? <laughs> I uh, well, I mean, my parents are both music teachers, so I, I, you know, I've been around, I've been around music since I was just a little kid, and we'd play, uh, you know, it was different then. We, my dad's a music teacher. We'd play brass instruments, and I was a trumpet player. But I bought a guitar when I was 16, okay. and we started having a band at that point with my my my, my buddy Lowell, my brother Chris. Um, we started a band in high school when I was 16, so uh, it's been it's been over yeah, well over 20 years. I'd say just about 25 years, like singing and playing the guitar it's on some level so there you go i mean because what's the thing like the ten thousand hours is that the yeah so like you must be well well beyond that at this point i would think i think so yeah i read that book that was from outliers right was malcolm gladwell i don't read uh, sure you do you're so modest hey no i've thought about that ten thousand hour thing and by no means do i consider myself like a virtuoso like you know, Yo-Yo Ma, they talk about all of his practice and what makes someone that way. And, you know, I I love delivering songs, and I think what makes my act work is, like, my strong desire to please people. Mm. I love to honor requests. I love to I love to play for the applause. I, I like that. So, like, I think that, that that burning desire within me makes me try extra hard. I don't think I'm the best guitar player ever or the best singer, but doing both together, and I think the, the spirit and the, the honest desire to provide... A song for someone to make them happy uh i really think that it's that underlying energy that makes what i do um work in a way it's, it's, it's not that i it's not any kind of technical prowess uh it's 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 becoming seasoned over the years the ten thousand hours sure. of playing um and just a, a desire to want to make people smile you know? man that's awesome well uh, i mean it shows and it's it's funny too because i watch you and i'm like clearly this you know Clearly, Nate, he, he loves what he's doing. He's He is, you know, you're a man of the people. You, you know. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm like, <clears throat> the for me, it's the opposite in a lot of ways. And and yes, I do, I do like to make people smile and, you know, entertain and laugh. But then I resent everyone for anything, even if I put it on myself. So, like, when I think I'm going to do this live podcast, and then I the pressure's entirely, like... It's it's entirely from me to me, and then I, on Friday night I'm like, oh, man, got got what have I what have I gotten myself into? And then I you know what 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 I have to do? And I and so so I watch you and I think like, oh man, if that were me, I would be so I would be so pissed. Like people requesting songs, if I if it was a song that I didn't like and I felt like this this need to like satisfy. Do you does that happen? Do people request songs that you hate and you play them anyways because yes, like yes, how that happens. And don't get me wrong, I do. I said I love trying to make people happy, and that is what drives me. Those are still low po- low points in the night for me. I don't I don't like playing songs that I don't particularly enjoy. It. Sure. I'm definitely not 
as fulfilling. I would prefer to play, you know, something that we we both like. It'd be nice if it was a a win win. Yeah, yeah. You can't always be like that. You can't always have a win win. So there are times. I, I guess you know, if you a few weeks ago, people wanted me to play Glycerine by Bush, and I've been asked to play that song for years and years, and I never played it. I don't I don't hate Bush or anything. Mm. I mean, I, I don't hate them. It was a '90s band that had a lot of big hits and. That's fine, but it's just not a song I really care for. Uh, it's not. I just don't find it very exciting. But yeah. I went ahead and learned. It's, it's it. a terrible song. <laughs> there you go. See, that's what, that's why I love to watch you, John. That's what's different about you. I get pleasing act, man. You liberate everyone to finally just say, "Yo, come on, Nate, stop sugarcoating this shit. Yeah. Just say you hate the song, right?" And you just you just liberated me to say shit and admit that I really just don't like that song. So yeah, this is what you do. That's good. I, yeah, it's it's funny when I I watch it and I'm when you were I remember that from a few weeks ago and and people you know were asking for that song and I remember looking at Kim I'm like I'm like God what a terrible song and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like I'm like this this poor bastard he he has no if he wanted to play Glycerine he'd play it he'd come back a week yeah. later or he probably have it in his repertoire already because uh, you do a lot of the popular songs from the nineties I'm like oh, this this poor fucking guy he doesn't want to play this song. I did not want to play that song. Oh man, you yeah, you're you're again. I tell you, you are a man of the people. Hey, let me let me tell you, the first time I, I always I was thinking about this earlier, and this is this is something that I would never do. When uh, the first time that you met Kim, my wife, we she was my we were like it was a week before our wedding, and you were it was some bar in Lake George, because I don't know if you were performing or you had been performing, or you were about to. I don't, I'm not sure, but you were at some bar. And we we were in the neighborhood, so we stopped in for a drink. And uh, you had never met Kim before, but you came up to her and you gave her a big hug and you had a big smile. And it was so I was like, oh, that's so, he's such a nice guy. And me, like, if I meet somebody, even if it's like my best friend ever, and I meet like the the girlfriend or the fiance or somebody important to them for the first time, I'm like, uh, pleasure to meet you, nice to see you. Like I'm, uh, you know, I'm such a I'm such a weirdo, and you're you're you you're so affable, and you have like this natural this natural ability to to, to do all that. You would, John, you wouldn't. Yeah, but your but your humor is disarming. I mean, come on. But would you even give up? Would you give a three pat? A quick? Would you a pat on the shoulder? Maybe or? a pat on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, like a hand. I mean, I'm I'm never gonna give a hand. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, I, you know, like like a, like on a League of Their Own, like feel the muscle. Oh. <laughs> Let me get a grip, get a good grip of those, <laughs> those pythons. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm never shaking anybody's hand ever again as long as I live. That's so right. that's the good news. But second, yeah, I mean, you, you, you did it in this way that like, even, even like people that I've known for 20 years, I wouldn't hug them in the way it was such a, it was such a nice, generous. I'm like, I remember in that moment, I was like, wow, what a, what a kind soul. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, well, and you know what? You 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 send out you send out good vibes and you get them back. So uh, you guys are you guys are excellent. I was so excited. I was so honored that you asked me to play your wedding. Um, I've played a lot of weddings in my life, but it's always they're they're always special. But I mean, when I play them for total strangers, it's a special moment, and I recognize that. But it, there's nothing like playing a wedding for people that are my friends, people I care about. I t- I tell people this all the time. Getting the chance to play music at weddings of like my personal friends and my family. If I can't if I can't do that, then what is the rest of it's garbage to me. Like playing playing music and making people happy, I, I love that. It makes me happy too. But like the best is getting to be a part of this one day in someone's life, yeah. this big moment, and to be asked to do that, I feel like 
I feel like there's a, an incredible amount of trust put in me, and those are truly the highlights of any of all the music I've played in 25 years. You know, getting to play at people's at people's weddings and stuff like that. Uh, those are the highlights. That's awesome, man. And let me tell you, that was that's another our wedding. I had asked you, and you said yes. You agreed to it, and it was uh, Beach Boys. God only knows, and. And it was a song that you hadn't, I, I don't believe until that point, that you had not played. Never. Never. And and then all of a sudden, and like, I, I you know, I just kind of showed up and I'm there and it's my wedding. And then, you know, you had, you had gotten there early and done everything set up and all that stuff. And all of a sudden, like, okay, oh, yeah, all right, here comes Nate. He's going to, I can't wait to see. And it was, uh, you knocked it out of the park. It was unbelievable. Like I gotta, I have to dig up the DVD so on a future podcast I can play your rendition of it because it was like, oh, I'd love to hear that. yeah, it was it was amazing, man. Yeah, I'll I'll have to I'll have to we you know we have the DVDs uh, locked away in in the you know in a vault, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean yeah, and that was just that was one of those things. And I remember like I'm I'm not even I, I think I I didn't even have like pants on, and you're calling me like from the venue. And I'm I'm like I'm like racing to get there, and you're already like setting up and doing like putting putting more uh, more effort into into this than uh, than I was putting into my own wedding. Hey man, well that's you know, like those are those are big moments. There's uh there's no room for there's no room for error at something like that. So uh, yeah, that's the real deal. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. It was it was awesome. Uh, I was that was an honor, man. That was a beautiful day. You had a lot of great people there. That cast of characters we hung out with. <laughs> at Barnes and Noble. I mean, a retail job that we all had in our youth, but what a special group of people it was there. You know, I don't know. It was the only retail job that I ever had, but I don't know if it's always like that. But man, I always felt like that that was, I guess we all look at our lives in retrospect like that. But I just thought that that was a, a group of people that was, uh, was so cool. And it was out of the ordinary that there was, there was a bond there that was pretty special and a, a variety of characters that blended together nicely. And uh, maybe that Again, maybe I'm just—I have rose-colored glasses, but I thought that was a great group of people. Man, that no, I couldn't have said it better. That uh, you know, and I had a, a lot of retail jobs before that. I mean, I had—I had one retail job where I, I met my wife, as I've mentioned. At, you know, KB Toys. That was—that was a good group, and uh, you know, made a made a made some friends there, and obviously met my wife at KB Toys. And your wife. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, had some retail jobs. Let's just say stewards, for example. Not the not the greatest gig in the world. Not. La Poopy, I'll be honest, not a special bunch. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing special about any of them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Barnes and Noble, man. And I, you know, that last that last year, I was there for four or five years or something. And uh, yeah, we had like some of the some of that all star group that was there from before. And then like you got you and and Dave Helms. Congratulations, new new daddy Dave Helms, big daddy Dave. Oh man, yeah. Congrats. And, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, we were out, like, every night at the Firkin and Fox or at uh, Redwood Lanes yeah. <laughs> Tear, tearing it up. But that was, yeah, that was, a, that, as, as people referred to the wedding, as the Barnes & Noble prom. Because there were, like, yeah. The middle of the room was, like, family and longtime friends. And then, like, over here was Barnes & Noble. And then over there was, like, KB Toys. So it was, like, all, all worlds uh, colliding. Yeah. Dude, did you... Did you sense that at your at your wedding? Like the, uh, for the moment, for me, I guess was at my my rehearsal dinner, and I, you know, weddings. It was my wedding was amazing, but it was almost overwhelming for me emotionally at times. And one of the times that really hit me was at the rehearsal dinner when I when I walked into a room and like all these people from different parts of my life, like there were, you know, 
you just there's there's all these different moments high school and college and work and friends and something you know when you, you walk in you're suddenly confronted by your entire history yeah of people you know it's like, yeah i found that very overwhelming I remember. it's unreal it was crazy and i i remember that too because i you know I, <clears throat> obviously i went out with uh, with double j my best man and we, we we you know we have to get out there first and everybody's filing in and and then wait for the the ceremony to start and the uh the guy the coordinator of the of the of the splashwater uh kingdom the great escape lodge whatever it's called he was like man He's like, what? Aren't, aren't you nervous at all? He's like, you don't seem the least bit nervous. And I'm like, like, what are you kidding me? I keep watching like all my f- family and my best friends keep walking in, and they're all in the same place at the same time. I'm like, I'm elated. This is, yeah, this is the right. greatest, safest, safest group ever. Yeah. What's to be nervous about? I can't. I, I'm so happy. I keep seeing one face after another. That like that means a lot to me. There's there's no nerves about this. Yeah. So yeah, man, it was it's awesome. Uh glad to be part of that yeah. thank you again for trusting me with that that was a great uh, what a classic song nothing something i never would have worked on on my own but yeah I'm happy to do it. oh you did you knocked it out of the park man speaking of that uh a couple of songs uh rusted root last week oh, hey oh, this is serious business okay this is a podcast hey kiddo Can't just barge in. Uh, welcome to the birthday boy podcast <laughs> that's my that's my seven-year-old this is layla she's been singing on the, the just Nate live stream as well. And by the way, so, doing a fantastic job. I've seen all of the songs that you've done. You, the, you did a great job. The duets that you guys did together, amazing. <laughs> Seriously, it's it's that's that's like gives me chills. What like daddy and daughter singing together? Are you kidding me? Dude, that's uh, phenomenal. Highlight of highlight of those nights for me is her singing. Uh, and you know, and I, you know, I, never mind. I, I was just about to say something, but I realized that positivity is stupid. It's asshole. <laughs> I was about to paint a silver lining on the quarantine situation, but never mind. Please, there please do. Room. Positivity is for assholes, but I want you to, I want you to finish that thought. Well, then I, well, then I'm an asshole. I, I, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that uh, Layla has been very busy doing like dance and gymnastics like all the time, five nights a week. We never have any time to do anything. While we've been here without any of those things, she started uh, taking piano lessons on an app. And she's been interested in singing and singing every night with me on Saturday nights. Wow. I know that Layla's yeah. got musical ability, but I never wanted to force it on her. My parents never forced it on me as music teachers either, but I wanted her to choose it. And the truth is, is that she's gotten into now singing and learning a new song to sing and being comfortable singing in front of a, a lot of people, you know, virtually. But yeah. um, she's gotten used to doing that over the past 10 weeks. And that is not playing piano or singing. Those are sides of herself she never would have explored or even had time to think about exploring. So... There yeah. is a little silver lining, and uh, with that, you can crumple that bit of positivity up and throw it in the garbage <laughs> if you'd like, but that's what I'm serving. I find it repulsive, that bit of positivity, but uh, that's, uh, seriously, it's... it's. Skin, I can see your skin crawling. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's fucking awesome, like, yeah, you're singing with your daughter, like, no, not everybody does that, and singing well, I mean, every, you know, I, I sing to the kids, and then they're... they're mortified but you're singing like these beautiful songs and she's yeah she's playing the you know all this stuff it's like oh my god she's you said she's seven yeah jesus she's almost eight she's almost eight. eight. Oh, that's amazing that's 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 incredible and yeah and there's uh, you know unlike the birthday boy podcast it's a pretty it's a pretty big crowd that you uh that you command there on your on your saturday night thing so that's that's pretty it's it's pretty awesome yeah, I would think that she'd be pretty scared. I mean, I've been pretty honest with her about, you know, the numbers or how many people are watching, but 
you know, and actually, I mean, earlier on, the numbers were, <laughs> were bigger. I think people have, you know, either gotten bored or found other things to do. But, I mean, still, it's enough people where a kid Layla's age would probably be intimidated. So, yeah. for me, I'm so happy she's loving it. I'm happy it wasn't my idea. And I want nothing... I want nothing more than for her to continue to cultivate that love because, honest, obviously, like we'll have a ton of fun together. If she continues to love doing that. So yeah. As a, as a selfish dad, boy, I'd love to think that that uh, there are thousands of songs yet to be sung between her and I. But we'll, we'll see. Well, I, I don't ha I don't have a crystal ball, but if I were to base it off of what I've seen so far, man, yeah, I think uh, I think this is just the just the beginning. I think there's a lot more to come from her. I, I hope so. I mean, jeez. That's been great. I didn't expect her to get involved like that. Uh, nor did I expect Beth to, you know, play the wooden spoon in the pot the way that she has. I, I never yeah. expected that she'd pull out, uh, you know, unorthodox percussion instruments and even offer to serenade the crowd from time to time. I, I, I didn't see any of this coming. I didn't realize that it was going to be a family show, but that's, it has turned into that. And, yeah. and I'm grateful for that. It's, it's, uh, the whole family is, is on the hook every night. Should, should the crowd ask for it? Which is why, and I will mention <clears throat> anybody, anybody who's watching this now, which is, uh, you know, oh, it's a it's a considerable amount. We've got we've got five, which is pretty. That's a pretty sizable crowd for the for the Friday night podcast. I, I say this every week, and tomorrow's but tomorrow tomorrow's gonna be the last one for a while, right? Or last one. Well, tomorrow night, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do for sure. We're doing it tomorrow night. Um, I I was gonna give it until the end of the night to finish that raffle that we're doing. Oh, right. Another gentleman who makes these custom made uh, wooden flags ran this you know contest for people who donate to the Northeastern uh, Regional Food Bank. During the podcast or during my, uh, the live stream, I, I keep calling it a podcast. It is not a podcast. <laughs> but people who donate, uh, they can get get in to win this prize. So I was going to definitely do it tomorrow night and run it till the end. But I probably wouldn't announce the winner maybe until the next day. Yeah. So I haven't ruled out that maybe I would do one more the following week. But I would say for sure that we're down to the last two weeks. Yeah. If, if tomorrow night is not the last one, the one after that, it will be lost. Okay. Well, I, I say this to anyone who's who hasn't who hasn't tuned in, or even if you have Saturday nights. Tomorrow night, seven o'clock. Uh, just Na go to Facebook. Go to Just Nate. You follow and you like the Just Nate Facebook page, right? And then, and then that's it. Then you get the notification at seven o'clock. And this dude, this dude plays for three hours. This is gonna be like uh, after tomorrow. It'll have been like thirty hours that that you've played over the last couple of months. John, these kids, <laughs> these kids, they don't understand showbiz. I got yeah. these kids running around. I'm sitting here trying to listen to you. Thank you for the plug. It's true. We're going to do it tomorrow night. You know, why did I have kids? Why? I don't know. Why do we do this? Uh, it's... I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm trying to have a podcast. I'm yeah. trying to contribute. Yeah. Anyway. We're try, trying to entertain people, and then these kids, these these children that we produce are running around. No respect. I mean, what do you lock it? Do you lock the door behind you? Where are your kids? My kids are old enough that they're totally cool to not have anything to do with me at the moment, and like they, they can. Don't want, they don't want to be on the pod. They don't... No, they haven't. They have. Uh, they've like made very brief, like two second cameos here and there, and that's about it. I think once they came in while I was doing a live one, and I I aimed the camera at them, and then they ran away, and so they're like, yeah, they're they're playing video games, they're doing their thing, yeah, they're yeah. John, I, just want, I appreciate it. I know there, I know there are no free rides, and we just mentioned, you know, you're, thanks for mentioning my live stream, and I sort of mentioned the raffle we're doing there, and I, you know, I don't want to too, too many plugs for any of these other organizations, but I do want to mention, do it, uh, you know, an association that you and I, close to yours, yours in my heart, uh, and it's a great cause. That I don't think a lot of people know about, but I think this might be the right opportunity to spread the word about it. It's, it's called NASA. 
and I know, I know that NASA has been used by another organization, but the NASA I'm talking about is, of course, the National Association of Salt Aholics. <laughs> and we, we don't have we don't have a giant footprint. We don't do a lot of visible work in the world. We mostly uh, very quietly fret about uh, the overuse of salt and the high salt intake of the people that we know and love. Mostly fries. Yeah. It could be any fries. food, but mostly we fret about oversalting of fries and the way that that could affect their health. So uh, we are we both have friends who have been deeply affected by that. And that is a cause we care about. So yeah. I just wanted to put the word out about NASA. Uh, they are re- they are accepting donations as well during the uh, Just Nate stream. And I'm assuming the Birthday Boy podcast. Is oh, there. absolutely. I-, I like how you made Aholic into a into a complete separate word. It's its own entity. It's a- National Association of Salt Aholics, aka NASA, the the real NASA. <laughs> Because we do, yeah, we know some friends who uh, who uh, overdo it with the salt on the French fries. They they already they already put fries on. They already put salt on it. You, you don't need to go crazy. It was 15 years ago, right? More yeah. than 15 years ago. I can't yeah. stop thinking about it. The amount yeah. of salt still is in yeah. my brain. Yeah. That was and that was that was before we switched from beer to red wine to scotch and back to beer, and then uh, drove around town. <laughs> They have, a, they have other organizations uh, not called NASA for people like that. There are, yeah, there's other aholic organizations, but I, I, I feel that neither one of us have had really a need for that. I'm more, I'm more concerned with our friend's salt intake. That, that's right. Let's stick <laughs> to the issues that really matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, listen, man, I, I can't thank you enough for doing this, uh, for coming on, and uh, Saturday night. These, this has been the most. Like, man, I haven't been in a quarantine or a pandemic before to this degree, but this one, I, you know, I know like a lot of terrible stuff's happening, but selfishly, it's been pretty good for me because I've like, you know, I, I love not leaving the house. I love watching you on Saturday nights and uh, it's it's awesome, man. Uh, and anybody right, yeah, man. tune into Just Nate on Saturday nights at, at seven o'clock. He takes requests. You played again, rusted root. You played that "Send Me on My Way" last week. Yeah, it was tremendous. Yeah. I was getting, I was out getting takeout, and I had it playing live in the car while I was, and I was whistling along with you. And oh, that's yeah. so good. <laughs> it was fantastic. That's so good, man. Phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure to see you every Friday night like this. I love your podcast all the time, anyway. But you know, uh, this we've been able to see each other a little more virtually during this thing, and it's been keeping everybody sane. So thanks for what you're doing. I admire your talent and I admire your balls for being able to get there and sit here and talk and be funny for that long live in person in front of people. I think it's incredible. Um, and I just want to be the first one of your guests to wish the birthday boy podcast a very happy one year. Uh, I can't believe you've been doing it for a year, but uh, Me too. it's been good. It's been good the whole time. It gets better. And I love, uh, I especially love not only that you're topical and you're honest and you, you give me the room to actually admit that I hate a song because you're not afraid to really talk about, what's good and what's bad and you call it like you see it but i think your voiceovers and uh the singing and the cliffy family and all this stuff it's just uh, it shows an incredible amount of talent and you make me laugh and it's an escape from life it's nice to put on the podcast and uh and drift off and just have a good chuckle man and i think you're you're the man you're a great guy thanks for having me on oh thanks buddy i love you man you're the best saturday nights just nate good to see you man yep bye later dude Oh man, what a guy. 
just Nate. I'd love to. I'd love to uh, process that and talk about it. But uh, I, Cliffy waits for no man. Cliff waits for no one. And I apologize if there's like if there's comments on this on this live thing. I apologize because I, I I have it set up in, in a weird way that I can't. It's Zoom and Facebook. Anyways, I, I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna keep my next guest waiting, even for another second. I, I oh my god. What is the uh, look at this? Oh my God! There's that's that's uh, again just like I did with Nate. I'm gonna I'm gonna gaze upon Cliff. Look at him, he's gorgeous. He's trying to figure out how things work. There he is. Are you on the audio? It says you're connected to audio, and I don't hear you. It says you're on mute. Oh, there he is. Uh, hey, I like the haircut. Thanks, brother. A little, little quarantine haircut? Yeah, a little uh, quarantine mohawk. Because there's well, no rules anymore, Cliffy. Happy anniversary. Well, thanks, buddy. Yeah, you having a good night? I'm having a great night. I just, uh, I just talked to my good buddy, Nate. Nice. Just Nate, who performs uh, live as Just Nate every Saturday on Facebook, and now I've got, uh, like I said, you, this is the lifeblood of the Birthday Boy podcast. Is Cliffy Cliffy, as I like to call him, Cliffy Womack, as some people like to say, Womack. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have a hard time getting used to that, but uh, man, and look at the shirt. Look at this guy. I'm actually on a date. I stepped out of the date to. Uh... To, uh, there, there we go. Are you serious? Properly lit. Oh my, yeah, there it is. Uh, let let the sunlight glisten on that beautiful face of yours, Cliffy boy. Oh my Are god. You... <laughs> so, have you had a good week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, because I don't remember if this week was last week or the week before. I can't tell one from the other. I think I've had a good week. It's been a busy week. It's been a long week. It's been, you know, there's a lot of stuff. But I'll tell you, it's been a busy work week, my actual job. And, uh, but today, you know how you get, well, sometimes you get like this big project you're working on and you get to like a milestone and it, you finish it up. Uh, like everything's just wrapped up nicely, like on a Friday before a long weekend. That's what today was. Today was wrapping up a, a bunch of shit and there's tons more to do, but I don't have to think about it. For the rest of the week, it's not like, oh man, we didn't finish, and I got to come in Tuesday, and just, uh, no, there's nothing. I so it's a good. I'm in a I'm in a good place right now. That's awesome. Buddy. Yeah, I like that. Can I tell you how great it is to see your face live? This Amidst is the quarantine. I want to have a. I want to actually have a podcast one of these days. It's just silent, and I just sit and stare at you. <laughs> it can be like um, you know how they have those like. Um, couple meditations <laughs> exactly that's well considering that you are and always will be my work husband <laughs> i think exactly. I, so it's basically meant to be yeah exactly jesus so you're out on a date so what are they uh they, they opened it all up there are you like socially distanced dining or what are you doing what's going on down there yeah you're, yeah. you're in you're in charlotte i take it 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a improv situation, but yeah, I got a little bit of takeout and uh, out at a park. Oh. We have a babysitter, and we're just trying to make do. That's lovely. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's good. How is the missus? I meant to ask on the last. I didn't ask about your kids. I didn't ask about your wife. How is everybody? They're good. Yeah. They're good. Kids are doing well. Um, kids um, are some smart kids, and they're they're enjoying school. We're tired of them being at home, but uh, mm. and they're tired of being at home, and they're tired of doing schoolwork. But um, well, school does suck. They're good. Hopefully you tell that to them on a regular basis, like I say to my kids. I just tell them that um, uh, it's just work, and work should be hard, and you better do a bunch of hard work. That's what I tell them. Nice. That's what you used to tell me when we were when we sat next to each other. Here, here he comes. Here comes. Here comes old. I did, I did not say that. Did I? No, you never said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man. Um, the wife is good too. She's uh, she's doing well. Yeah. She's uh, she's actually um, went back and started teaching fourth grade. No kidding. So, um, but yeah, she's good. Wow. She's good. So and we're well. And my work has been really busy. Um, I didn't know with coronavirus like how that would be, but. Uh, yeah, so are you, you're, I mean, I guess you can inspect a house during the coronavirus thing, right? Because you're not really, it's, it's not like there's, unless it's a room with like 20 people in it, you probably don't want to go in there. But I'm guessing yeah. it's probably not a lot of human interaction. Yeah, no, it's a good job for an introvert. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, it, most jurisdictions have ruled it a uh, essential service and people are buying houses just like they always do. Oh. I mean, I guess if anything, the quarantine has kind of said, like, well, you're at home, and then if you don't like your home or you're planning on going to home, like moving, as long as you're not, like, as long as your employment hasn't been impacted, I feel like people are almost more inclined to buy because it's like they're looking at the house, and if they don't want to be there, they're like, we should get out of here. You know, that's a good point, because uh, looking on Facebook, I've I've realized a couple of things, which is, you know, a lot of my, uh, you get to see how many people actually, you know, find out that they hate their kids and their family based on <laughs> how they've done in this quarantine. And I guess on that same token, they figure out like, oh, man, I really hate my house now that I've had to spend all this time in here. I, I want right. a different one. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I still would want to be sensitive. I recognize a lot of people have lost their jobs or their income is uncertain, but... Yeah, there's still yeah. a lot of people where that's not the case, and I feel like there's still people are still shuffling stuff around. Sure. So. Has um, I, I know I told you only five minutes. I'll I won't keep you. I know you've got the date and the wife. Uh, by the way, Cliff, is this uh, is the date going to lead to? Uh... Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That a boy. We're, we're doing dates intentionally. Fantastic. I knew I, I knew you didn't just break out the uh, the Hawaiian shirt for any old day. Yeah, although it, it is a function of me not being on this call too long, so I, I will have to manage that. I'm, I'm not going to get in the way of that, my man. But what was your question? Uh, I wanted to ask, I never got to ask this, are there any crazy stories from the home inspections? I would imagine that occasionally you have to go into like a nightmare house or there's like a nightmare person who's... 
are there any crazy like one crazy thing from the inspections huh let's see um there definitely are a lot of funny stories or interesting situations but there's not that i'm trying to think if there's been anything that's like crazy um i mean i've been on houses it's not nothing's coming to me immediately but like yeah i've, I've been at houses where it's like um like people want to buy it and it's like it's literally like a tear down house like every single thing with it is wrong yeah and uh and that happens relatively frequently and then oh i guess i guess uh a slight crazy thing is um i've been in houses where if you go underneath the house like 70 percent of the entire floor uh perimeter has been rotten so jesus like, probably that repair would cost like 50 percent of the house oh my God. um that you know that's a little bit of a crazy situation and then the coolest story is I inspected a house in North Carolina, in Newton, North Carolina, that was uh, built in 1778. Really? And had its last edition in 1840. And that was pretty crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's unbelievable. And then, and then, of course, there's probably the times where, like, you know, the lady of the house is home and she tries to proposition you. Like, things like that happen. <laughs> That's actually never happened. That's and never that, happened. That would be a very awkward professional situation. Oh my god. Yeah. I would, because that's the story. That's the story I'm waiting to hear. Is not if, because it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. When that does happen, I I beg of you as a friend to please let me know so you can come on the podcast and and tell me all about it. I will. I, I it's good that you tell me that because that will be a good reminder to uh, be be ready for that and be on guard. So yeah. But, uh, no, that's never, not quite happened yet, so that's good. That's good, man. Well, um, sh- well I'm going to transition off, but, man, I really appreciate, uh, well, I'm excited for you, and congratulations for one year. <laughs> Thanks, man. Listen, you're so much of this podcast, it's not, you probably don't even know, because I'm sure you hate the podcast, and anytime you tune in and I start mentioning you, you tune out, if you know, and then do all these characters. But you're so much a part of this podcast, I had to have you on, because you're, you're fucking Cliff. You're my, you're my baby boy, my Cliffy boy. And like this podcast, like 90% of this podcast wouldn't exist without you, man. So you had to come on and I, and, and I know you had other things obviously going on much more important and you took time out to, to come on here. So I can't, I can't thank you enough, man. That's, that's, oh yeah, you're welcome, man. I'm happy to, happy to pop in and say hi. Yeah. It's great to see you, buddy. Well, enjoy the date. Uh, good luck with the, uh, you know, the intercourse and <laughs> I think I'm I'm excited. Maybe you could come on the next podcast and talk about that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, buddy. Later, Cliffy. Thanks, man. Son of a bitch. Cliffy. Cliffy boy. The the real deal. My Cliffy boy. My Cliffy boy. My baby boy. Uh, and I, I apologize again if anybody's like if anybody's commenting. I, I don't know. I, I, what can I t- what can I tell you? Uh, what can I tell you except I I don't I have it I have things just set up a little bit differently. I'm gonna try to go over to the old Birthday Boy podcast f- page if I can if I can even do that. I don't even I don't know how to do anything on here. I'm so 
technologically illiterate, and I'm just I'm really just vamping right now. Uh, let me let me expand. Okay, so I guess I can see. Yeah. Okay. Oh, jeez. No, I don't want to hear myself from uh, from earlier. I want to. I want to look. Yeah, this is such a weird, such a weird setup. Uh, look at this. Who's who's? We got we got Nate and Kim. We are here. We're here. I don't even know. It's it's so. That that's the next. That's what they need to do. Is they need to get Zoom. Uh oh, <laughs> Nate Nate Stengravics. Call your grandma, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Cliffy. Call your grandmother. Uh, Dave Helms is another kind of salty. You got that right. Okay, so I, can, I guess I can kind of see some of the. You know, this is weird because I had it set up the other day, and it was just it was just right. It was just right where I could see the comments, comments, the comments. Uh, it's an it's an after dinner mint called comments. Uh, all right, well, whatever. But why? You know, you should just be able to see the comments on Zoom. I wish I could do that. Maybe there is some way to do it, and I just don't know. Well, anyways. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We've got we've got a few minutes. I've got I've got two more very special guests that are going to join the podcast simultaneously. We've got about ten minutes until they're until they're going to join, uh, unless they're both unless they're both out there somewhere and they they wish to join. Uh, but nevertheless, I had a couple things, and I can't remember where I wrote them down. A couple stories from the week. I didn't I didn't get to. Uh, I wanted to try out. I I might I might workshop I wanted to workshop some new characters with Cliff some new Cliff family characters as we get ready for season two of Birthday Boy Podcast. This is of course season finale, season one. Started the podcast as I've mentioned May twenty fourth. Whatever last year was, two thousand something, two thousand nineteen. Who even knows what what is time? Started the podcast a year ago. Ah, there's there's one of my special guests, and I will admit him into the Zoom chat momentarily. Uh, started on my, May 24th. Last year was a Friday. Today's May 22nd, but I'm not going to do the podcast on my birthday this year. It's a Sunday. I'm going to be lazy, sit around, do nothing. So it's the one-year anniversary, and I wanted to have some special guests. And, of course, we had Nate on to, to kick things off. Who's uh you know had to have him on because he's been he's been such a such a super fan on the podcast here tuning in every week on Facebook Live Cliffy of course there would be no podcast without Cliffy so Cliff had to call in unfortunately we're gonna get Jody to call in but she's she's under the weather I hope Jody's feeling better uh, that sucks Jody I hope you feel better soon and uh, and now we've got some guests who are uh, they transcend the podcast uh, they are super fans they're super friends. They're the greatest, and I'm going to, uh, we, we, yeah, I'm going to let them in. I'm going to take a swig of water, and I'm going to let these, I'm going to let these gents in. I'm going to flip over to my notes. I just have some very, very brief notes to, to, you know, not that we need topics to talk about, but here we go. Let's, I'm going to let them both in. Let's, we'll see where this takes us. Oh, baby. Here we go. As I said, super fans. No. These are super friends. Ah, uh, there he is. Hey, man. Is this coming correctly? I can hear you. I cannot see you. You can't see me. No. And uh, whoever, which, whichever one of you bastards is listening to the podcast, uh, just turn it down so it doesn't. Uh, whatever. Can you see me? 
right here. Good stuff. Oh my God. There it is. Menage a trois. Shimo's got a jersey. Look at I wore. I don't have a jersey, but I realize I've got this Hornets T-shirt. That's like the closest thing to a jersey that I have. Hornets T-shirt. Yeah. So I guess I. I guess I am a giant douchebag. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> lot of, like every wrestler ever. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah, take that, Martin Luther King. <laughs> By the way, everyone go to the Oh, Cleopatra also. Fuck her. I'm 40. She's not. What were you going to say, Shimo? Go to where? Oh, Cleopatra also. Oh. Nine years old. Yeah. Yeah, we did it, man. You made it to 40. I still have two days to go, but still. I think. Uh, yes. My anniversary. Your birthday. That's right. Holy shit. Happy anniversary. This is six, six years. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Five? <laughs> that, that's what Carrie said. I'm going to go with my on this one. Mate, you messed up. You should have started dating Terry earlier so she could come to Stuffy and Mai's wedding. Yeah. yeah. I bet you feel like an asshole now. Yeah, yeah it's true, though. That's a true statement. It's one of my it's biggest regrets in life. <laughs> You got a lot of nerve meeting Carrie later after the wedding. So, I gotta tell you. We've been fine. I would love to have Carrie there. So, I'm not really good with the with the technology. So, tonight I got on Because I'm usually with Evie taking care of her and, and everything is crazy. So, it's yeah. 30. I'm like, it's John's podcast. I'm going on. So, I open up Facebook and I'm like, okay, let's figure this out. So, it's like, click on it. And I'm watching it, and you're like, nobody's nobody's here. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm typing it. And you're like, nobody's here. Oh, Amy's here. And I'm like, I'm here. And I'm caps, caps lock. And then I'm watching it for five minutes, and I'm like, man, he's saying the same shit he said last week. Because <laughs> I was watching the recording. <laughs> I mean, why did why did why did they let you comment on old shit? I don't know, but I I love the fact that that's gonna be there forever. <laughs> just so funny just you. Like, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You want to know what else is awesome, dude? Yeah. <laughs> so Menage a Trois back together for the first time since Sean's lovely wedding. My only complaint about that wedding is that they had so much delicious food, and I didn't have enough time to take all that delicious food, sneak it in some room, smash it in my face. Yeah. Yeah. The food. That was a fun time. Yeah. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Except John got there late. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And then, and then my wife had to act like an asshole. <laughs> Bring it right up. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can never remember the words she used, like lickety split, zippity, zippity bip. Oh god! And then hearing you talk about like your feelings about it was so funny. Because <laughs> like 
Cause like Jack, like we we had such an easy ride down and back. We came in right. and we were so like like calm, like wow, this is so great. And we see you and you're like bent over the, the desk, like oh my god, <laughs> this guy dealt through hell. And then we found out like he didn't go to I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't say our ride home was easy, Jack. <laughs> oh no, it wasn't easy. But it was so easy was for me to think for you to throw up all of that. <laughs> hey, 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 I, I, oh jeez, that <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that November pollen is a real doozy. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember when Joe used to touch himself? It's all the turkey kind of pollen that's flying up in the air. It's getting me. <laughs> I just got to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make room. <laughs> I remember the trail of uh, gourmet hot dog from Pizzeria Uno's that led right to the arcade. <laughs> Back in the day, Joe, Joe's been gone for thirty-five minutes. He must really be sick. We followed a trail, followed a trail of relish and mustard right to the arcade. Hey, where the heck? I really don't remember that. It was Pizzeria Uno's at Crossgates back in high school, back in like tenth grade. We went with we went with oh, Nate. I know I got really sick. I, I got really nauseous at Nate's. It, I went out with Nate and. It, it's just because I couldn't eat deep dish pizza. But it had nothing to do with being drunk. I was like 15. No, I, no, no, but, no, no. I'm just a weirdo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you were you were gone for a long time. We thought you were just, like, throwing up all over the bathroom. And then we and then we found you in the fucking arcade. <laughs> I don't remember that, but I'm sure it happened. Yeah. That still doesn't be the greatest arcade experience ever. Wilton Mall, WrestleFest, <laughs> me, yeah. Nate, you. My so-called friends. Who at this point is probably that's probably like what, nineteen ninety one maybe ninety two. Do you remember what movie we were seeing? I don't remember. I have no idea. It had to be probably before Drivers would be like before ninety five. Probably like, uh, I don't know. Well, who knows what? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, sometime in the mid nineties. But that 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 was the most fun I ever had playing an arcade game. Yeah, me too, asshole. The fucking blast! Every quarter I had in my pocket went went away in about thirty <laughs> seconds because my two douchebag friends teaming up on me, and then for some. Not, not, for everyone who doesn't remember WrestleFest, it's a little Royal Rumble game. So me, Nate, and John all pick characters, and probably Jake the Snake and Mister Perfect and Warrior, yeah. or something like Ultimate that. Warrior, and Legion then, of Doom. And then John came in and jokingly said, "I'm gonna kick, I'm gonna beat you guys. It's gonna be fun." Sounds and like then, me. Me and Nate said, hey, we discovered that I grabbed John by pressing A and then press B and throw him that way. And then Nate presses A. John goes over the ropes. Yeah. And then when John comes back in and Nate does the same thing and then I press these buttons, John goes over the ropes that way. And then John keeps spending quarters and grows incredibly mad. Not really mad because he was having a good time. But, you know, oh, I was. The more, mad you, the more mad you got, the more we wanted to do. Because oh, yeah, the best thing ever. And then the kicker is that John just starts like finally fighting against us, and me and Nate may run out and we're just laughing so hard we couldn't play more. At one point, I'm like rolling around the ground like one more food court, <laughs> and then this little ten year old comes in. So this is like 1995. This gentleman is probably what I don't know. 1990. He's a pretty old guy now. So, well, sure. And he comes in, and literally, this kid, his dad gave him money because he didn't have any money to play games. He's a little kid. And we literally start throwing John into him. 
and he presses the button and tosses John out. So then me and Nate are dying of laughter while John's getting tossed out by an 11-year-old child. Yeah, and then, I, was, and then I screamed at him. my favorite arcade experience in my entire life. Yeah, and then I, I said, because the kid came over, and I was like, hey, man, listen, I don't know you, but you got to do me a favor. These two pieces of shit are draining my money, draining my quarters. So you got to, you and me, we're going to, we're going to be a, te- you, you and me, we're a team, baby. We're going to be a team. They're taking my paper route money. They're taking my paper route work. <laughs> I deliver papers every morning at 5.30. <laughs> hey, by the way, my dad does. Yeah. <laughs> I deliver hey, papers. You had the racket back in the day. Yeah. Me and Nate, we were at your house all the time. <laughs> and yeah. that's right, Carl. I don't think you gave me and Nate any money. <laughs> no, never. I gave you the... I think I did it, I did it a couple times. What did James but for the most part, John would go do it, and I would stay sleeping. I was like, uh, oh, I, yeah. I didn't mind doing it. I liked going on bike. It was fun. Yeah. So that was the thing. Yeah, Shimo did it most of the time. I think every time. But some people, like, yeah, Nate, Double J would come over. They'd be really excited to do it, and they'd do it once. And then the next time, I'd be like, all right, we're going to get up early, deliver some papers. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah. Oh, so I was your only friend stupid enough to get yeah. a job for you. <laughs> well, listen, I was the only one stupid enough to keep putting in quarters in the WrestleFest machine, so... You're the only one stupid enough to be my friend in the first place. <laughs> hey, I couldn't find another friend with Super Nintendo, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, guess what? Yeah. At the end of my day today, I have a voicemail, someone who needed um, some plumbing work done. And so I called the woman back, and we booked the call for next week, and... I was like, what's your address? And she goes, oh, it's 34 Valina Drive. And I was like, no way. And she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, just a hacking guy. She's like, yeah. I was like, never thought they'd get the place clean after what happened. <laughs> she had a lot of cats. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, I... so I'm going back to the old hood. Yeah, Jesus. Now that that would be a good podcast if you just did a live thing from there, walked yeah, around the house. In the bathroom, <laughs> be, ma'am, do you mind if I use the restroom? I'll be out in an hour. <laughs> I'll be out at exactly six thirty. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I just want you to. I just all I want you to do is go around the house, take videos, critique everything that's not the way that it used to be. Yeah. And just I just make her feel like shit. I'm just starting moving furniture. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you got this all wrong." <laughs> I want I want you to take some loaves of bread and toss them in the microwave. <laughs> and then I grab a thing of Tostino's dip and put it on your own desk. It's still there. <laughs> salsa. Yeah, the salsa, the rotten apple. With the things, in it. Oh my god. Well, that's my that's my kryptonite mold and mice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we always talk about that, Joe. The time John and I were over, and I was like, oh, you want one of these chocolate chip cookies? <laughs> oh, my God. So That's I was my like, way to rolls. Yeah. Grandma Sheemuckle was left behind some tricks for me. Yeah. <laughs> quite the trickster and the jokester. <laughs> <laughs> so easy to blame Grandma Sheemuckle. Uh, can't defend herself. Blame her for everything. Hey, Sheemuckle's all good. By the way, Joe. Hey, considering you guys carried her casket, you're allowed to make fun of her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess once exactly. you, I guess once you carry a person's casket, it's anything goes. Yeah. Rest in peace, Grandma Sheenbuckle. 
2007. Hey, wow. at least she stayed around a little. At least Stephanie got to meet her. She met her at the uh, wake, but at least she got to see her. Uh, <laughs> oh, so Stephanie, Stephanie met your grandmother yeah, at your grandmother's awesome, wake? Because it was fun seeing all my friends. It was great. John. During that, it must have been the funeral when we were sitting next to each other, and you would not stop trying to fucking make me laugh, and I wanted to kill you. Because <laughs> it was such a serious moment. And I had my hand like in my pocket, trying to like scrape my nails on my legs, and then I would stop laughing. <laughs> I hate you. Was <laughs> You were trying to make Nate laugh during Grandma Sheenbuckle's funeral? Were you talking about the, the vodka we were stealing? Was it Grandma Sheenbuckle's funeral that I was trying to make you laugh? I hope it was. That makes me so happy for life. That must have been the only one we went to. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of any funerals. There's no better tribute to Grandma Sheenbuckle than laughing at her funeral. Yeah. Because we all Maybe love Grandma Sheenbuckle. Maybe you were trying to make me laugh, but I mean, you never really had to try. I probably, yeah, I probably was, though. <laughs> oh, by the way, to, yeah. to, to the Birthday Boy podcast listeners, Grandma Sheenbuckle, my name is Shemo. She, there's John R. Buckle, and my grandma from Garfield. And my Aunt Mary look just like Grandma and the Aunt from the Garfield cartoons from the 80s, particularly the Garfield Thanksgiving special and the Christmas special. So hence, we call her Grandma Sheenbuckle because she looks just like Granny. That's it. And she, she's a great cook. Yeah. I'll say it for Grandma Sheenbuckle. I will never eat something fried chicken again without her. Wow. Wow. I, I didn't know she, she gives great vodka. Yeah. You can tell which one of us never listens to the podcast because Don's already told all these stories. <laughs> I listen to podcasts. What are you talking about? That must, that must have been the one you missed. <laughs> and the no, that's that's good stuff though, man. I didn't know she was a I didn't know she was a good cook. Oh, the best stuff. Hey, the kid, I gotta get you. Uh, I got a lot of video. I'm not at my place right now, but uh, sometimes right. we got broadcast. I got video of us from birthday parties years gone by. Yeah, and, uh, high school parties and my dad's fiftieth birthday party. It'd be a fun time to watch. That would be yeah. I have to just re- re- review it first and edit it a little. Time to just forget. <laughs> Time to forget. Time to remember. I mean, if Charlie could somehow MX one thousand me out of that video, that would be great. <laughs> hey, I, he didn't get up. It's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> I hated you guys for that. Uh, Joe, where are you? Yeah. Oh, I do it. I just video. Where are you, Joe? Where are you? What is your geographic location? Answer the damn Across question. the street. Across the street? Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm hanging out at a friend's place. Stephanie uh, is here, and uh, my good friend Laura is here. Oh, that's nice. I was there, you know, there's there's a whole- Happy birthday! Can you hear them? Oh, thanks. It's funny because they- I was like, that place looks way too bright to be Joe's. Oh, yeah. It was, this, let me tell you. My friend, my friend is quite the decorator. I have respect for her. I'm not going to show her show you guys your her apartment, but uh, You're welcome to come over. It's a fun time here. <laughs> but it looks um, really cool. Be there at 8.30. Great designs. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I forgot what I was going to Oh, yeah. The, the thing you were just referencing, though, with Nate and the couch, which I, I think I might have told this on the podcast, but I can't remember. Uh, 
we have this whole video of us as seniors in high school just getting shit faced at your dad's birthday party, Joe. <clears throat> and uh, there was one, <laughs> there was one scene where Nate fell between the cracks of the the sectional couch, the best thing ever. and we were pushing the couch onto him, and everybody's cracking up. And then your mom walks in, and she's like, "Don't touch my furniture." And then all of a sudden, everybody went from like goofy drunk, to, like uh, Nate, get up, it's not funny. And then uh, you say everyone. Let's be honest. You're the only person who me. turned on Nate and stabbed in the back. It was me. It was just me. You were serious. Yeah. That was, that was John was just as drunk as Nate. So Nate's like, oh, Nate's just having a good time. And you're pushing him like, oh, get up, get up, get up. And then you're like, oh, oh, Nate, hey, get up. Uh, this is not the way to treat the couch. Yeah. This is a new couch. Because my mom's like, <laughs> hey, this is a new couch. I don't want my couch to be treated like that. And then John comes in. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I said, yeah. I got real serious real fast. Oh, yeah. I mean, whose couch moves that easily? Yeah. I don't know. That's another good question. I was there that couch, but yeah, that couch is gone. That was a cool couch, though. I think I think we were so used to having that piss stained shag carpet that any uh, any hardwood surface we were just slipping and sliding all over the place. Oh man, that carpet! Felt like somebody rubbed wax all over it. Hey, sometimes when I miss my parents, I want to buy a little like fur shag carpet and piss on it for like ten days, and then like lay down, put my nose in it. Our sleepovers back in the day, right? Yeah, every one. I would just wake up with my nose and dog piss. And uh, we we would watch Spikes and then watch that uh, translucent uh, neon um, appendage of a woman's anatomy in the corner. And oh, the the Spice Channel. It's like neon with a blue streak. You know who it was. But I guess it's better than watching Go Time and Skinamax and you know, you watch that one horrible movie. They'll slip up eventually and we'll be waiting. That, that two minutes of seeing you want from a girl, you don't even find attractive, but there's nothing else available back then, so you watch Cinemax back then. I remember. Hey, hey, you you don't know how good you got it. Yeah, it's Every true. month we used to get the HBO guide. Did you guys get that? B N and N. I just I used to just click right to the back and be like B N B N N. Strong sexual content. Yeah. Race nudity, nudity, strong sexual content, and adult situations. Yep. That's a grand slam. What are you doing this to the two fifteen? I know that I've been doing it. <laughs> <Tune> again. <laughs> to, see, to see three seconds of nudity. Yeah. We would have like I remember back in the day it was like Christian Christian Webb, we would have sleepovers and like it was almost like, you know, in the old days where like, you know, cowboys would like have different shifts, they would stand guard throughout the night and like one of us would sleep while the other one would wait and then like <laughs> Whoever was awake at the right time would yeah, just wake the other person up. It's happening! Then we fell upon the Holy Grail. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, we did. In a big box in the basement. 
that. It was like decades old. <laughs> Didn't. I love Christian. You're not a Christian, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Chris, but I, yeah, I stumbled upon, upon you know, my dad's oh, big, no. big box yeah, of Playboys. Yeah. <laughs> and then at my fifth grade birthday party, yeah, they were downstairs oh, yeah, on the treadmill. But really, yeah, checking out those 70s uh, Playboys. John, that story you told about you waiting for that picture to download while you were sitting at your computer <laughs> was the funniest shit ever, yeah. Another, uh, great, another great highlight in the old Birthday Boys uh, 40 yeah. years. Yeah. John, my, my favorite birthday memory of you is like back in, I guess it's probably 1982. Nine, maybe nineteen eighty-eight. So we go to your house, and we, you guys had a nice TV. And yeah. the first uh, party event was you guys were playing a Spider-Man movie, but like the old Spider-Man from the seventies. So we're sitting there watching Spider-Man. Jeff Martin sitting there. Oh, Jeff Martin's a good guy with the high, like elementary school with us. So anyhow, great dude. Just protect my back. So anyhow, Jeff Martin, we're sitting there, and Jeff Martin goes to your dad. Uh, Wow, because you guys had a real awesome TV. Yeah, <laughs> really. oh, at that point. So Jeff Warren goes, "Wow, Mr. Hawkins, you you guys must be rich." And yeah, because yeah. no, Jeff, we're just rich with love. <laughs> well, my grace, I love one my legitimately one of my favorite close ever. Yeah, and I mean I that not ironic and, and douchey. I mean seriously, that was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was great. In a hilarious way, in a sincere way, it's an awesome, in both ways. Exactly. At, at the time, being like eight, nine years old, I was super embarrassed, like, oh my God, don't tell him we're rich in love, that's ridiculous. But like, <laughs> but yeah, now as a as a parent, and you know, like, who's matured a slight bit since then, not, the not, not too much, <laughs> but yeah, but that's like, that perfectly, that, that encapsulates my dad, like, yeah, Jeff Martin's running around because we had like a telescope and like a globe. <laughs> And a TV, a big TV. And he's like, oh, man, a TV. You guys are rich. Ah, oh, a telescope. You guys are rich. And that's like, we're rich hey, in love. Hey, I love your dad. Hey, we, we met Hacksaw Jim Duggan through your dad. Sure did. You still have that photo somewhere. It's somewhere. I think it might be at my parents. I'm not sure. But it's it exists somewhere. Well, yeah. Yeah, Hacksaw Jim if, Duggan. If, if anyone ever wants to see why uh, Mr. Hopkins, John Hopkins' dad, is a celebrity... Just know that, like, he goes to wrestling events, and WWF Hall of Famers rest, re, uh, realize, like, recognize him, and then invite him backstage and want him to hang out. Yeah. That's, that's how much of a celebrity this guy's dad is. <laughs> yeah, my dad, we're sitting there, and he tells the security guy, he's like, oh, yeah, I was friends with Hacksaw growing up uh, in Glens Falls. And then, like, ten minutes later, the guy comes back, and he's like, yeah, meet me over by the curtain in yeah. five minutes. And we went back there, and there's Hacksaw and my dad. They're hugging, laughing. Carrying on like Rick like old Martin, pals. Rick Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair was back there. Ric Flair, and this was uh, for all you little kiddies. This was back in the day when wrestlers kind of tried to pretend it was real. So when Ric Flair looked at us, he gave us kind of a dirty stare. Yeah. When this happened nowadays, he'd probably come over and take take a picture. But yeah. I saw Ric Flair. I was scared. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> he is. He is, remember he's doing is he's running in place about five feet from us. Right. Yeah. Brett, your sister saw Bret Hart walking yep. right uh, down there. Yeah, Brooklyn Brawler walked past us. And the Brooklyn Brawler came by and said hi to Coop. And if, uh, well, 
I think Mina and John were only people there, but uh, just so you already know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated the Brooklyn Brawler that night. He sure but did. Despite Hacksaw Jim Duggan conquesting and defeating the Brooklyn Brawler, Brooklyn Brawler walked out with his uh, suitcase, rolling suitcase, and said, see you tomorrow, Jim. Yeah. And Hacksaw said, congratulations. Because they're competitive athletes, and that just shows how, you know, yeah, the great, yeah. the great competitive was, spirit um, of a, of a my favorite, maybe my favorite celebrity uh, uh, meet moment ever. So yeah, it was all thanks to your dad. It was yeah. awesome, yeah, because he was. I mean, he was like my dad. He was friends with my dad. He was dad best. No, that's that's how famous your dad is. Yeah, your dad didn't try to get hacksaw. No, he just showed up. It just it just worked out. Hacksaw was he was best friends with my uncle Kim. He was like he dated my aunt Tina. Like there was yeah. A lot of connections to old Hacksaw. He could have been he could have been my uncle if things had gone a little differently. Uncle Hacksaw. Yeah, well, you're still fun you're still friends with the old hacker. Yeah. Absolutely. I actually saw him at uh, Burton Hills. He wrestled a match uh, against some Boy Scout at because uh, it was quote unquote Jeff Couch's retirement match. <laughs> That's right. So me and Savvy and Schrar went back in like two thousand five to the Burton Hills gym. And That's the first right. of uh, Bernholz boss my camera with a steel chair and uh, <laughs> and hit, hit Jeff's opponent. And it was supposed to be Jeff's like, retirement night, so it was a big thing. Oh, shit. I'm exposing the business. I'm sorry. <laughs> but then after he, quote, unquote, has his retirement match, the, re- the referee comes into the ring and says, oh, next week Jeff Couch is wrestling. Jeff Starr is wrestling. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The, the weekly retirement I match. I thought he retired this week. Yeah. You know, Jeff Starr is a great wrestler. Look him up. He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. He's a good dude. Really Paul good Brock's dude. Jeff Couch. Yeah. Um, yeah, on that note, you remember uh, 1998, we, uh, the four of us, uh, us oh three and Sean, little little uh, little chest paint, 316. <laughs> <laughs> I remember painting each other's chest down by the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we do that at home, or do we do that at the arena? I forget. We did it in the bathroom. Yeah, the arena. Yeah. I I guess. And that that shit. Who gets to be the call Nobody wanted to be the call I was the call one guy. Well, I have the less surface area to paint on, so I should be the significant uh, yeah we, we, should, we should have painted both Joe's nipples black and then carried them <laughs> sideways <laughs> 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 people see Joe walking yeah, in the hallway that was like that was one time great raw that was 1998 yeah that was uh, right before I had a physics exam and I lied and said like I was sick, and they found out they I said I was sick, so the teacher gave me a zero the exam. Oh, because so he saw he, it was he, worth it. Yeah, he saw your. I was already in college, so who cares? He saw your colon nipples on TV. <laughs> Dude, we saw one of the greatest Raws of all time, Xbox coming back. Yeah, it was it was classic. Joe, do you remember? Uh, do you remember going to that uh, defensive driving course and the guy thought you were a foreign exchange student because you were the only non-white in the whole class? So he spoke extra loud and extra slow for you. <laughs> I love it. Dude, there's 
I think more entertaining than accidental benevolent racism. Yeah. I love it. It's the best. Yep. <laughs> you, guys, see, you guys are white. You guys don't get to experience that. But it's, there's nothing more entertaining. Yeah. I love it. I only get to experience yeah, it by... It's all good nature hanging out and joshing, but yeah. it's so fun to watch. I only get to experience it secondhand by being, being next to you in a defensive driving class. Uh, yes, uh, yes, my young Spanish friend, do you know the answer? But the greatest, but the thing is, you played along with it, so you were like, you were pretending. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, ah, uh, see. Sí. <laughs> uh, no me gusta. That's all my Spanish, so I can't, I get <laughs> Oh my god. Are you getting you? You're pretty shit. You're pretty shit faced at this point, Shimo. Are you? Uh, or no? Not at all. No, not at all. I had a good time. Oh, that's good. I'm just very uh, Shimo stuff, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. <laughs> Fuck. Hey, it's the kids for you. Yeah. Hey, can we just pay tribute to the kid? The first time I met the kid, I, I guess like. Um, Nursery, it was uh, the little, is the library, right? At the library, yeah. Play those, uh, yes. like, Disney Sto- movies. Story like, Hour. Uh, I think I specifically remember the, the Jungle Book playing. I think I remember Ichabod Crane playing, because I remember, like, the frogs and, mm-hmm. like, like, riveting and the, uh, you know, all that stuff. So I think I remember seeing it there, and that, that's when we first met, right? Yeah, that was story hour at the Burnt Hills Library. Absolutely. And then, and then Mrs. King class in first grade. Yep. I had that entire play, you know. Yeah, I haven't seen that. We got to see that. I haven't seen it in forever. Where you played yeah. the Viola Swamp. Yeah. Miss- hey, just so y'all know, like uh, I started in one play in my life. I was a star, and there's another star. That's all. But you were the star. Like Greta Garbo, I called it quits at a young age. <laughs> It's not the first time we've compared you to Greta Garbo. Yeah. Nor will it be the last. She is anyway, so who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I know the name, but it seems to fit. Yeah, and then third. Good movie. Then third grade was uh, this this trio right here for the first time. Of course, yeah. as has been documented here on the Birthday Boy podcast. Oh, by the way, um. Didn't get off to the greatest of starts, thanks to me. Isn't that right, sir? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nate, I, I have video of that. I have video of the first time the four horsemen were at the same place. Because I've calculated, because, like, think about this way. You never met, no one met, you guys, yeah. Sean went to Pashley, so no one met Sean until at my party. So I've been third grade, which, and I met you in third grade. So the first, me and the four horsemen would be my first grade, my third grade birthday party. Not real easy to see, but... So, uh, I'll send it to you. It's cool. I'm... Uh, yes, there we are. If you can see it, I'm holding it up hey, here. Hey, the whole four horsemen. Where's Doyle? Where's that bitch? <laughs> Just can't love you, Sean. Nintendo party? Is this the Nintendo... Yeah. Is that the Nintendo party, Joe? Is that the one where I... Yep, that's it. Okay. Yep, that's it. John just had it. Yeah. John, put the picture yeah. up again. Well... I think I I think yeah, there. If I talk, it'll okay, it'll go so up. The kid pointing's Josh Wakesburg. That's me. Uh, and that's Nate. You're the guy laughing. Yeah. 
And uh, Sean is a kid sitting at the table. And this is like. So I can. And that's me looking, looking longingly at the uh, Nintendo in the other room, knowing that I'm not going to get a chance to play it. I think. I do apologize for that. Yeah, look at that again. He got the pad, pad, dude. Was like this thing that was so amazing that you only get one shot at. Yeah. No one owned it. (laughs) It's a rental. It was a rental. That's true. And I didn't. Of course, I didn't own the Nintendo at all. I was the only asshole who didn't have a Nintendo. So for me, everything was one time or or nothing at all. So yeah. I had that. I had that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that. Uh, I had that stripped away from me. I had that carpet yanked out from underneath me. Uh, while we're while we're giving apologies, is there anything that you want to say to me live on the air? Live on the air. I well, hold on. I just uh, I just had to step away for a sec. I was looking at some new video games. <laughs> see if there's see if there's anything in here that tells me how to play this game. <laughs> you crossed me out. I know you Yeah, you are. You have been crossed out. I know that much, and this is, I guess, this is, I'm not going sh- to show these names just in case, but, yeah, but, but then Joe, Sh- but, but then somehow Joe Shimo and John Hopkins are, are now on the Road Rash book list, so. So either I did that, or you did it, just to, like, try to make it. The thing is, Dave, it's actually a, tri- it was actually a tribute to you because we were between people we didn't like, and we ran into people we didn't like at Bird Hill, so we never told them, we'll put me there because it'll be funny. Yeah. We, we came up with all the people that we thought sucked and then said, let's pick one guy that we like and it'll be neat. Yeah, that's not my handwriting, so I think I think this might be... I think that might be Nate's. That was discovered at my birthday party in March 21st, 1993. No, I don't think that's what I discovered it. I think I discovered it at No, you discovered it, Nate, Nate. You discovered it years later. That's why it's funny. But I don't think it was at that party. I remember that party because that was the party that your mom kept screaming at us in the sunroom because we were making so much noise, right? Well, there's a bunch of parties like that. (laughs) I remember (laughs) playing playing Road Rash all night long. Nate, Road Rash came out in 1991, and I only had sleepover parties in 1992 and John and I can't believe Jared Bennett with pillows in the middle of the night. He wanted to sleep, but we wouldn't let him go to sleep. We just kept hanging <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do you remember? Hey, we should all go climb the ravine sometime for old times' sake. Yeah. I was funny with that beat. Yeah. Nate. Yeah. Hey, we take our all kids to the bright climb and we'll be falling down. It'll be fun to watch. Nate, do you remember at uh, at my bachelor party when you were you were lying down next to the bed and uh, and Ryan was kicking you and I I admonished him because you had been laying tile all day, and I was I was legitimately concerned because he was giving you a hard time and you were just trying to rest. I'm like, lay off him, man. He's been laying tile all day. I know. I was so tired that night, dude. Yeah. Well, I mean, I did I did have a bachelor party like four hours from home in the middle of the woods, so. Yeah, there was Guitar Hero, so it's always a good time. That's true. Yeah, Guitar Hero and fireworks. 
yeah, yeah. put up fireworks, and some firework went, went off while they're cleaning, and went like right between Keith and Trey, and like where really missed their both heads by like six inches. Yeah, that's right. How hilarious would it have been if like one of our friends got killed at Hopkins' bachelor party when he had one, basically the most responsible bachelor party ever? Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no like weird crap going on. A right. bunch of guys just having a good time, just like roast some hot dogs, listening from Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And then it's like just some idiot queen the wrong way. Sounds like bachelor party stuff to me. From the fireplace. This poor guy would get a bad rep, but this guy had an awesome bachelor party. Yeah. Yeah, it was... uh... (laughs) That missed Keith's head by like two feet. (laughs) That'd be funny if he killed Keith. (laughs) Not funny as in laughing, but funny as ironic and sad. Yeah. And you can only laugh at tragedy. Yeah, but also... But also pretty funny. Yeah. Well, shit, guys. I uh, I feel like I've kept you long enough. I feel like you uh, you probably are you probably had enough of me. I never have enough of you, kid. Yeah. This is hey, awesome. That calendar in your back. The calendar. Your back right shoulder. Uh, Boston. I figured, I figured, where can I get a calendar of a city that I don't get to see except for any time I go to work? Who wants to see a piece of crap city anyways? <laughs> Most racist city I've ever been into in my life. Really? Yes. Like like per, like personally? Personal accounts? Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. And I don't really care because I like being like called names. It's fun. Jesus. But yeah, Boston is fun. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Yeah, it's not, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty high on the list of racist cities. Yeah, but, era, you can drive girls in the rivers and everything's okay. <laughs> <Era>. <laughs> that might be a new Cliffy character. Era. Era. You can kill Hollywood movie stars because she, yeah. Era. <laughs> era, Cliffy, it's your Uncle Senator Cliff here. That might, maybe that's, the workshops and new characters for the second season, Birthday Boy Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> happy uh, birthday Johnny thanks happy man birthday, John. love you man thanks buddy I love you guys uh, I can't thank you enough for for doing this this was this was great well let's yeah, uh, we, we should do it like I, I wanted to do it for the podcast because I couldn't think of like two people to close out the podcast uh, you know aside from you guys super fans super friends super friends first and foremost uh but uh, this has been awesome. We gotta we gotta do one of these calls, a non podcast call, and just uh, do the same bullshit, shoot the shit, and uh, make fun of each other. Yeah. yeah. Of course. All right, man. man. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing it. I, I love you guys. Love you too, man. Peace. Later, dudes. And Shimos. Has Shimo figured out how to turn off his uh, his camera? I guess I could just kick him right out. I could remove him. I could force... Uh, there we go. I could just. Do you want to remove Joe Shimo? Uh, nothing would delight me more. <laughs> Holy shit, that was awesome. That ex- that lived up to and exceeded my expectations for exactly what I wanted this podcast to be. That's right at 8 o'clock. Man, oh man, this, is, this was amazing. We got... Uh, we got Nate on here to kick things off. He's going to sing some songs tomorrow on the Just Nate Facebook thing. Uh, got to have Cliffy, the one and the only Cliffy. And then uh, two, 
two of the most inseparable friends and since i'm still on the camera i didn't I, like an idiot like a like a jerk i didn't hold this up for these guys when they were when they were on here before but this is uh here well, i guess it'll probably be backwards won't it can i get it uh, i can't get a very good angle well anyway i'm holding up for the viewing audience these these two characters uh, were just on here and uh, yeah, there's Joe, there's Nate, in case you couldn't tell which one was which. And this is, of course, backwards, but it says Inseparable Friends. Uh, and that was, uh, yeah, that was a senior yearbook. 22 years ago, when that yearbook came out, we were Inseparable Friends then. We were Inseparable Friends before that, Inseparable. Uh, we are Inseparable Friends today, even though geographically, obviously not near each other at the moment. But uh, always inseparable friends, and uh, when we get together, our uh, the trio name is Menage a Trois. Next, uh, on one of these podcasts, we'll get Sean on here, because the, the four of us together, we are the four horsemen. And, uh, man, had some, had some awesome times, and, and many to come, I know. Especially when we can, like, get out in the world and see people again, and, you know, head out there and, and see those bastards. Uh, so listen, uh, that's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up because it's just after eight o'clock, and uh, I apologize. I apologize if anybody was like uh, commenting in the in the chat thing because you know, uh, yeah. I guess they have to they have to make it so Zoom can uh, and maybe it does. Maybe there's some way to see. I don't know. Maybe there's some way to see the uh, the comments on Facebook. But nevertheless, uh, I'm gonna go because that's uh, you know it's not gonna get any better than that. I have other stories, but who who wants to hear stories after those after those three awesome conversations with four awesome awesome people? And uh, I'm gonna do more of that. The this is the end of the of the live podcast thing for now. Uh, any upcoming podcast is gonna go back to just the audio only. But every every once in a while, every couple of uh, you know every month or two maybe something like that. We'll do a live one, and we'll get, we'll do, that's what we're going to do, is have people come on. Yeah, have them come on, because that was so much fun. And that's the tip of the iceberg as far as, like, fun stories uh, and things that we can talk about. And other guests that, uh, that, I, that we'll have on at some point. It's, there's just endless, endless possibilities. So, uh, that's, that's it. That's one year of the Birthday Boy podcast, and on Sunday, 40 years of old Johnny Boy. So I thank you for listening and watching. Uh, yeah, uh, subscribe and all that shit on uh, whatever, Apple and Spotify and iHeartRadio. Uh, email birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, follow the, the, the Birthday Boy Podcast Facebook page because if there is, uh, the next time I do a live video thing, uh, that's where you'll get the announcement and, and that's where I post things and blah, blah, blah. So... Uh, keep listening, keep watching, keep subscribing. Uh, this is this is so much fun. The last year it was just a you know it was a it was a you know just a goof. I did one little podcast on my birthday, and and I think I've missed. I think the week that we went to Norway, honestly, I think was the only week that I didn't do some kind of podcast. Even on Thanksgiving, I did like five minutes of my stupid uh, football picks, uh, and and so so it's been you know this is episode fifty one. There's a bunch of other episodes that aren't even numbered. So there's, there's you know done it every week and sometimes multiple times so i'm gonna go and enjoy my evening and my weekend and my birthday and all that shit that's the end of season one 
the first year of the Birthday Boy podcast, and there's going to be a season two, and uh, I don't know when, but soon. So stay tuned. Uh, lots of audio still to come, and eventually, you know, we'll do some more of these live things. It's been so much fun. Uh, thanks to Nate Stengrevix. Thanks to Cliffy, Cliffy boy, Cliffy boy, my Cliffy baby boy, butter boy, and uh, and to Nate and Joe. Uh, I love you guys, and uh, and Kimmy, who I know has been watching this whole time. I love you, and uh, and the kids who hopefully haven't listened to any of this podcast because it's filthy, it's vile, and I love. Love them so much. Okay, thanks, and to all the super fans, all you guys for listening and watching. I appreciate it. All right, enough. It's enough of me. It's enough out of me. Okay. Thank you. Positivity is for fucking idiots. Uh, kindness matters, and we'll talk to you next time. All right, later, Gators. It's